following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. On this week's episode, EZD and Big Diesel sit down and talk about the Tua Tungavaloa situation in Miami and everything else you need to know about week four in the NFL. All that and more coming up on a championship caliber pro sports podcast based in Buffalo, New York. You're locked into Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast with your hosts EZD, Derek Jaws, T-Wave, Taylor Sekaterski, Bold Claim, Ben Yelich, Big Diesel, Nick Yelich, and Austin Kelm, the Statman. Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast is part of the BICBP radio network. Check us out online, www.bicbp-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Hats, Tats, and Stats, episode 106. I am EZD, and I am joined by Big Diesel in person, live in the living color. First time we've done this... In a while, uh, it's man, been a minute. It, it's been a real. It's been since the uh, well, not live, but one of the previews for the NFL season. Yeah, we uh, the live was all done over Zoom on the Facebook machine. Right, that one was that was a fun one. That was pretty fun. I'm glad we did that, and uh, I'm glad Taylor participated. That, yeah, that made it really all happen. <laughs> Shout out to you, T Wave. Uh, he's actually going to be coming back. He was he was going to do tonight, but uh, he's spending some time with the gf tonight and, uh, uh they're going yeah, out of town yeah. but as soon as he comes back we're going to get him out we we're talking about it today he's got to so. do his wifely duties you know yeah happy wife happy life you know for those of us who are betrothed and unfortunately that's just the nature of the beast tom brady's fighting out the hard way yeah, tom brady looks like shit no dude. kidding yeah he literally looks like an alien Th- this dude okay so he looks wrong out let, let's let's start there tom brady looks like a dude who took pay cuts his entire career because he was dating a supermodel and now it looks like they're on the outs, and he's going, where'd all my money go? Tom Brady looks also, just play-wise, looks like the guy who uh, let his ego hold on for one more year. Yeah, one year too long. And I love it. Yep. I'm here for it, baby. Yep. Either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the bad guy. And... Or you either die a hero or you live long enough to become a noodle arm. Yeah. yeah well, you know, Peyton did it. Quite Eli a, did it. Quite a few. Ben now. did it. Breeze did it. <laughs> yeah, they all did. Rivers they? did it. Oh Matt Ryan's God. doing it. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, okay. We're gonna get. We're gonna rip the bandit off here. We're gonna get right into it. Oh baby. So it's week four. We're doing. We're doing the recording a little bit late. It's a Friday night special here, which means Thursday night football already happened. Correct. But that is giving us one of the greatest talking points in the NFL at the moment. In, and that is in a while. In a while, and that is the Tua Tungavailoa. Concussion, not concussion, concussion, damn near died on the field on Thursday night situation. Um, I have feelings. I know you have feelings. So let's get to it. All right. Well, I'll just start off by this blanket statement. The NFL concussion protocol, in quotation marks, is a fucking joke. It's an absolute abomination of a perceived, outs- there's, there, you know, the neutral doctor who comes out and has a say, all that shenanigans, all that hoopla, who and people get on both sides of the fence about, oh, in an ideal world, it works like this. At the end of the day, it's clearly not good enough. Yeah. It's just not good enough, and that's the bottom line. It, you don't have to argue anything about it. It's not good enough. The, the simple fact, and now they, one of the things that was a big arguing point for the NFLPA about the concussion protocol was updating it so... If there was any visible neurological symptom on field, it was an automatic sit. Yeah. No questions asked. With the caveat that unless that sim- like unless that perceived symptom could be basically blamed on something else. So he- here we go. This dude walks into the locker room and all of a sudden he comes out and it was a back injury. And the whole everybody, everybody went, no. No. But here's the thing, too. And I'll say this, because it's the same thing with officiating. It's the way football works. So there's points of emphasis every year. Yep. And the concussion thing was real big, and they cracked down on it really hard, and all the hits and all this, and if you if you get even touched in the head, you're done for a half, if you remember that. Oh, yeah. So they've done that, and what happens is you get numb to it over time, and the, the reality starts to creep back and creep back until it hits us right in the damn face. On Thursday night in primetime football. Yeah, that was and, tough and, to watch. And, and like, yeah, starkly, just like right in your face, in your grill. Hey, yeah, we actually don't care about the player's health. 
all this stuff that we've been doing, all the, well, we're, we might even not even test for pot anymore or whatever so that you can get off the opioids. And Roger's saying that he had to pop a freaking benzo or an oxy to freaking play a game. All that stuff about, well, we need the player's health, player's health, player's health. It's a friggin' joke at this point. I mean, let's let's talk about the things that have changed in just the last five to ten years. Where you line up to kick off has changed because they don't want guys be getting ten yard running starts and essentially becoming projectile missiles. Correct. They banned the wedge for the same reason. Because they didn't want four dudes basically holding hands going down as a gigantic scud missile. Right. Like they did all these things. The defenseless receiver rules, the protecting uh, the quarterback protecting rules. the quarterback rules, all of these things. You shoved it down my face and you changed the game I loved at a very fundamental point. Like there, right. there used to be a Monday night football segment called Jacked Up. We right. all remember it. Oh yeah. You can't do that anymore great. because those hits are now illegal. Right. And to be perfectly honest, like at the moment I was very resistant to change because I was obviously brought up in the old tough guy home, yada yeah. yada. But like a lot of things and a lot a lot of things publicly are now known about concussions and the head trauma and the research that's done. And we know now, like the tweets today from the Miami Dolphins Twitter and all that has been insane. Yeah. Like the two has got a concussion and nothing more serious. What do you mean? My man's got a brain bruise. Right. And we're saying that he had one earlier and it's easier to, br- to bruise it a friggin' second time and you still threw him out for the friggin' wolves. He's got a brain bruise. Yeah. It, I, what, what's more serious than that? A fractured tibia. Okay, I don't care about a goddamn fractured tibia. That'll heal if you set it. You know what doesn't heal? A friggin' brain bruise that turns into a, a blood clot in your friggin' brain and then you get a stroke and you die. That's not a joke. Like that, there's research that shows that like advanced trauma can do that for yes. freaking car crashes. Yes. You know what other research has showed that on the freaking offensive and defensive line, those collisions are like a small car crash. Let's start doing the math here. Right. We're talking about it, uh, like uh, uh, this asshole. I don't even want to say his name. This asshole that coaches that team. Oh, he just has a concussion and nothing. Like we will have to MacGruber. Ah, like. Did, did you hear what they like the, the the interview coming out of halftime? What like whoever the on field correspondent was was like, I talked to McCarthy coming out and he said he McCarthy. caught was it McDaniel McDaniel sorry I you know I caught McDaniel on the way out uh, he said he caught Tua in the tunnel before they like loaded him into the ambulance and to got take to him talk out to him. and got to talk to him and she said two very specific things one he told me that when he got out of Tua's sight line. Tua was calling for him. And all Tua wanted to know was what the result of that play was. How did that play go? That tells me two things. You're probably the only dude's name who he can who he can remember at the moment. And, bro, you got sacked. You yeah. were the point of contact of the play with the ball, and you don't know what happened? Yeah. Just a concussion, though. No big yeah. deal. Just a concussion. That's, that's one that really ticked me off. The whole MacGruber plain thing like again not a doctor but like i've had a concussion before and i've had a doctor tell me what you're not supposed to do and again people have pointed it out but like sending him on a plane in different pressurizations he was watching a movie screens you're supposed to stay away from screens for like two days bright lights yeah m- moving fast like you're not supposed to do any of those things i have had and sitting i was sitting in the living room watching the game last night with rotten jack who's a huge Bengals fan and before the game started, he, he said, now he worked on an ambulance. He was a paramedic. He goes, I cannot believe, A, that Tua came back in that game. Two, I can't believe he's playing today. And he goes, and all it's going to take is one big hit, and he's done. Not even that big of a and hit. it That's, wasn't that big of a that hit. That is the biggest issue. And anybody who has had a concussion or knows about concussions understands that the minute you have one, it's like dislocating a shoulder. It's the same idea. Yeah. The, the first time you do it, it's easier to do it again. Yep. And easier to do it again. So it doesn't take another big hit to friggin' do it again. No. And especially on four... That's the big thing, too. The four days turnaround is absolutely horrific. I mean, horrific. there's... There, there's currently a Bills offensive lineman in, in protocol, right? Correct. Bates, right? Bates. He's been out for... He missed last game. He might miss this game. Yeah. And it wasn't even remotely in the ballpark of what we watched happen to no. Tua. And, and, you know, my dad said this, and I and I agreed, but one, 
No Bills player would have been out there on the field, even if it was Josh Allen. Josh Allen sat for the after the Patriots hit for a concussion. Um, so, like, I trust our staff with that. Yeah. I don't trust the Dolphins staff clearly with that. Nope. Um, I don't trust a, a lot of teams around the NFL because they have a history of not doing that. Um, but also just as a coach, a current football coach, I mean, if one of my kids came up and wobbled like that, you think I'm putting him back on the field? And that's the biggest thing. These protocols, as, and these alleged protocols at this point, because at, at this point, they're not hard. Like they're, they're not set in stone because somebody beat them. Somebody found a way around it. So it's, it's, It might even just be as simple as they, they didn't really go through with it. Right. Oh, hey, listen, like, hey, what happened verifying that the independent guy is actually doing his job? Or, or do we need a guy to verify that the verifier is doing the independent guy's job? How, how, about, how about the fact that it could have been easy, easy enough as the trainer saying, hey, tell him, like, your back tightened up. Don't tell him, like, your head's fine. Right. Like, oh, like, hey, man, what happened out there? Oh, like, my back tightened, like. I, I took the hit, I got up, and like I was yeah. fine, but then my back seized up on me, and that's why I went down. And, you know, all, like, all, oh, okay. all of this, and, and this this is going to be an interesting part of the rant, but, like, going back to the why, why would I put my guy on that field is because I know what it's like to be rung at a pretty high level of football. A lot of people, and especially guys on the internet, who are like, it's a man's game, toughen up, because... The reality is the big guy that you went against in high school was just some fat chubbo who was struggling in Algebra 2. And the reality is, like, playing four years of college football and playing two on the D-line, and I played two at tight end. Like, I was always in the freaking the grind. And I also need to stress, I played D3, and there's levels to this. And one of the biggest levels is at the line where the strength and size gets bigger and bigger, especially at the NFL. And another point on that is, like I was saying earlier, there's a certain amount of G-force that the human body can take, and it'll be fine. Yeah. And then there's a breaking point. And anything beyond that breaking point becomes even worse. And, like, that's what I'm talking about. The guy that you got rung by in high school who was big was not actually he, – he's not actually hitting near as hard as these guys. And I got rung in the college level, and I still didn't get hit as hard as these guys are getting hit at that level. And Tua got waxed by a big dude. Yeah, like a big dude. A 300-pounder wearing 97 that probably runs a 5 And the point is, knowing anything about concussions and knowing the seriousness of it and the long-term effects of it, and, like, that is, that is morally just horrifying. Rep as a coach, it's reprehensible. As a coach, and as, I mean, McDaniels, I guess, was a receiver at friggin' Yale. But you'd think that he would know what it's like to be well, friggin' that's, rung that's the by worst a part. dude who's 335 pounds. That's the worst pounds. part of this whole thing. There was a point where they were talking about uh, McDaniel having the conversation with Tua about, like, you know, about potentially being dinged up. And, like, I know what it's like to have to miss some time because he had a bad knee injury. It's so, like, I'm sorry. Your knee is not your head. Missing I, time. Like, that, and that's that. Oh, my God. This whole thing, like. I, I do they I don't understand what the Miami Dolphins medical team coaching staff is doing. Like winning is not that friggin' important. How far of a drop off did they have with Teddy Bridgewater that they couldn't have sat to and made sure that he was friggin' healthy? Right. But instead they rushed him out there after four days. And Tua wanted to play. No crap, he wanted to play. Any every athlete on the planet. To play, every athlete who, on the planet. Sometimes, especially as a coach, you have to protect players from themselves. And that's I had a guy who's got a friggin' bum ankle. He goes out there trying to cut, and he's coming up gimpy, and he comes over. Oh, I feel great, coach. Okay, man. Well, guess what? You don't look great, and I'm not going to have you go out there and bust up your Achilles because you're trying to run on a freaking sprained ankle. Right. I'm not going to let you do that. Yeah. But you know what's even more serious than that? A freaking brain bruise, which could lead to a brain bleed so, or long-term effects. So, and, and the, the, like I started to say a minute ago. Sorry. The, no, you're good. Uh, listen, I'm I'm as fired up about this as you are, and this is the probably one of the first yeah. times you've had an opportunity to really like open vent about it. Ugh. So I listen, I'm in. Um, but like these these rules, these protocols, they're there to protect the athlete from himself, right? At like at the at the prime level, at level one, it is protect the athlete from himself because we all know. I, I I posted about it on Facebook today. I have played in games that I should never, I had never had no business being on the field. Ronnie Lott chopped off a goddamn finger. Yeah. Dude, guys are psychopaths. They're going to want to play. They're listen, competitors. I, I played a doubleheader when I couldn't fucking breathe. Yeah. Literally could not take a... I took a swing and was out of breath. That's how bad it was. I played nine or 14 innings that day. 
Like, it's like you're not going to take me off the field no. if it's my call. No. So these protocols are in place to stop that. And then the level two is to protect the athlete from the coach. Because the, the organization, be, really. Well, because of the guys who are like, you need to get out there. We right. need you. It's my job we, on the line. Yeah. But, and that's, but that's, and, that's the other thing that ticks me off. That might, it might be my job on the line. Okay, but my, if, my, if you're Mike McDaniels, are you getting fired because Tua has to sit out a week? No. And again, that goes back. Was there any drop-off when Teddy Bridgewater came in? Little to none. You'd be okay. Yeah. You have to survive for a couple weeks. Next man up. I mean, and a specific, don't throw him out there like that. You, specifically, fucked, I'm fired up. Specifically, <laughs> we we saw it last night. They were still in that game with Cincy. Do I think there would have been a bigger drop in the Buffalo game? Yes. Well, yeah. That but- that game looked different the second Teddy stepped in. It didn't last night. No. The Bengals defense, not not the Bills defense. Right. That's another story for another time. However, but Teddy's uh, also a proven NFL quarterback. Correct. He so, will win you games that you're supposed to win. Yeah, you have. There are worse options out there to back, you up, to back you up, especially as far as like play style and ability. And they were even saying last night, like he went through it once where he wasn't prepared as a backup, and now as a backup, he prepares every week to be in the game. Yes, like that's the guy you want. Yeah, so it's the, Ryan Fitzpatrick esque. Yeah, the, but so not the, nearly the, as you know. The NFLPA Disney. has come out and said t- today they said they're pursuing every legal avenue on behalf of Tua. Yeah, lawyers should get involved. Heads need to roll. Yes. I heard a guy on the radio say heads need to roll, and I loved it. Yeah. Blood, blood, blood on the stones. Yeah, I I need, and and listen, if you're firing anybody on the staff, the head coach has to go too because you are are responsible for your staff. The owner's suspended right now. Like so, it's it's general manager, coach, right? Yeah, it's or gotta did, be. Do they have a president of operations? You know I what I mean? Like, don't know. Like, what is what is the hierarchy over there right now? Who gets to make the calls? I need freaking answers. The NFL needs answers, and the NFL needs to face this. Yes, the NFL needs to look at the NFLPA and say, "We're on your side." Yeah, like this can't. This isn't like we want Watson suspended for a year. Listen, we have to defend our guy. Like this needs to be a united front by the NFL and the NFLPA saying like this is unacceptable, and this needs to be a almost a death sentence to a coaching staff. Yeah, that whole staff needs to go. Yeah, because this is it's wrong that we could have legitimately seen a man die well, and the, on Thursday. Ar- night arguably, the worst part is 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 the fact that everybody saw on Sunday what happened. And said, "There's no way that's a back injury or an ankle injury, and that has to be a concussion." And everybody was saying, "If he gets hurt on Thursday night because you play him, this will there will be hell yes. to pay." Yes. Well, Without guess what question. happened? He got because hurt. You decided to roll the dice for what? For a what week, is the incentive? For, for a week four win, you didn't get. I, I, and I just I, I again as a coach, even like. If I disregard all of my morals, which is very hard to do, um, again, what is the incentive to play him after that? Right. Even in the like yeah. one of one of the best tweets I saw today, and this will be kind of where we wrap yeah wrap the conversation because we do have to move on. But I said what I need to say. <laughs> one of the best tweets I saw today is Tua should refuse to ever play. Tua should sit out the rest of the year. And refuse to ever suit up for the Dolphins ever again because of the situation they put him in. And, Absolutely. And, and listen, I don't care if you say he wanted to play. Yeah. Again, it doesn't matter. It is their job to protect him. And again, we're if- talking about a medical condition that we have seen people pump shotgun shells into their own chest. Right. We're talking about a medical condition where a pro- one of the highly, most highly loved and regarded professional wrestlers murdered his wife and child and then hung himself. What about the guy allegedly. who decided to drive on the left side of the highway? Yeah. at eighty miles per hour. I mean, there last week after after Tua took that bump, um, I one of there was somebody. Involved in the broadcast and one of the broadcasts and one of the, on one of the teams that made a comment like, "Listen, I got concussed during a game and I felt fine. I, I felt fine. I finished the game. I felt fine in the locker room. I felt fine in the press conferences. I felt fine. I, I realized something was wrong when I was driving home, driving through my neighborhood and couldn't find my own fucking house." Yeah, I was just gonna say like, also anybody who's had a concussion again, I have been um, there. Like, oh man, I forgot my point. Uh, it, that, but that's your point, right? <laughs> like, oh, that's great. But like that, and that's the thing. We're we're talking about a serious. Like, we could we legitimately could have watched a man die on the field. Yeah. Like, Not to mention, like the, when the fingers went down, I was literally like, oh, 
Oh, like, oh yeah. I, and my dad thought that I thought that his fingers were dislocated. No, like, I knew exactly what that was. Yeah, uh, watching the game with a former paramedic. Yeah, he said he told us factually and training like there's a, a term for when your arms go stiffen out and then stiffen in. Yeah, like there's one. It's one and then the other. And usually when both happen the way they did. It's severe brain trauma to the point the only training video they right. could show them in like to, to show that phenomenon was a dude putting a bullet in his own head. Oh. Like that that's the level of yeah. trauma that causes stiff and rigid out to just stiff and rigid in. Just yep. a concussion. No, nothing big. No big deal. Gotta hope it's just a cramp, Jim. <sighs> Speaking of a cramp, there is a nine thirty football game on Sunday in the old uh London town. Yeah, so they say. I heard they have a bridge that keeps falling. Oh, I don't know, but the queen is uh, six feet under, allegedly. Yeah, the queen is six feet under. Some, uh, Her son, I believe, got his first job ever at the ripe old age of 75. Oh, old Chucky? Yeah. yeah. Must be nice, <laughs> riding coattails and all that. What do I freaking know about knowing stuff, though, Jazz? Uh, I can tell you, you know enough about football to be on the show. So the Vikings take on the Saints in London. I love the 930 games. Oh, well, I mean, honestly, 930 a.m., like, arguably Kirk Cousins is going to go for six studies. <laughs> I mean, really, right? Like, this the is earlier the, he plays, this, the better. This is the, like, the biological <laughs> opposite of primetime. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> Pe- I, I mean, people he's on my the West dynasty Coast. fantasy quarterback, so I hope he lights it up. But I have, I'm here for it. I have to start him this week because, you know, Justin Herbsky's a little banged yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, so. he might have some, you know, well, somebody sh- should stick a needle in his ribs. Yeah, that was another wild one, huh? The same yeah. dude that, the same dude that... <laughs> How does that guy still have a job? <laughs> no joke. Oh, because NFL protocol is a joke. That's why. Got oh, it. Oh, my God. Uh, full circle. Uh, the Vikings trying to find treading. Sometimes they look great. Other times, not so much. Uh, I mean. But they're easily the better team here. Here's the thing that I've really learned about the Andy NFL Dalton in the season. past couple of years. is just like, honestly, there's not a lot of good football. No. <laughs> no. Like, there's... that's the reality. And I, it's, like, really interesting now that the Bills are, like, really good. It's like there are there really are like severe tier gaps and and Minnesota's like a competitive team um and their high end is is good but they are very inconsistent. They're just so up and down. You yeah, never you never know what you're getting. Their their top tier is probably that wild card. What you would consider in the hunt? Yeah. Like that that second tier of team or like or like second wild card team. Yeah. Like not not a lock for a wild card spot, not that five spot, but like 6 and or 7. If there was ever a season that they were could like easily walk to a division title. This is it. Yeah, like Aaron Rodgers with literally nobody. I don't know. The Packers defense actually isn't it's well. Not it's not terrible. great, but it's, right. It's not. It's not this, the worst Rodgers has ever had. No, and but, they got two running backs. They eat clock. That's true. We'll get to the Packers. Oh yeah, uh, we'll get to another team in that division. I really like too, but. Mm. This would be... the I means the Bears. Uh, sure do. <laughs> I, I saw an interesting tweet uh, that we'll get to when we talk about the Bears in a minute. But This guy's just jumping all over. Sure place. am. I'm, I got I got some serious Ben vibes going on. You need on. to figure it out, though. I sure do. Got to give my balls a tug. Uh, this, the, the, the one team whose defense is always on point, for some reason, is the Saints. Oh, yeah. Well, they got talent all over the board. They do. Yeah. I and mean... And, like, <laughs> the only thing that could upset the Saints right now is... Early morning Kirk Cousins. Early morning Kirk Cousins, baby. Because Delvin <laughs> Cook is, like, out, isn't he? Yeah. I thought so he was sitting. Matt Madison's going to be toting the rock. Yeah. And I also heard a rumor that the Bills are looking at Harrison Smith, potentially. Ooh. Interesting. I don't know how they would go about that. Yeah. He's got a fat contract. but Big fat contract. Yeah, we'll find a way. Bean, if, if, there's a, if there's a bean, there's a way. So. If there's a bean, there's a way. And if we need a safety replacement, oh, baby, I'd love that one. The, the other interesting one here is... Uh, Andy Dalton season. Yeah, Andy Dalton season. I mean, the Red Rifle's back, baby. Red Rifle's back in black and gold. Huh. Gonna... A Red Rifle in black and gold. <laughs> what a picture you just painted I know, in my mind. I know. What a great... Oh. I'm, I'm a wordsmith, aren't I? <laughs> Who are you taking in this one? Uh, I'll take I'll take the anti-primetime Kirk Cousins. I agree. Yeah, yeah. You, you almost have to. Kirk. I might put money on that. He, uh, he, uh, he just had like a, a bagel of cream <laughs> cheese and a, and a coffee with a cigarette, Listen, and he's ready to go. It's tea and crumpets. They're yeah. in London. Well, I mean, it's Kirk. He can't not have his American spirit in the morning. No, he, it's Kirk. He's going to go to London and have German fare. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Uh, then the first one <laughs> the first one o'clock game uh, we have scheduled here is the Seahawks visiting the Lions. I love the Lions, man. Bite kneecaps. Oh, let's go. No, but let's no joke. Fucking go. Honestly, like, uh, I know I sent you a video on TikTok. Their run game is actually genuinely creative and good. Yes. Uh, in the way they scheme it up and block it up, and they get to the second level. 
And I know Swift is out again, dynasty fantasy running back. Yep. So you know, um, but Jamal Williams is more than capable as a backup. Touch, touchdown machine. No, no, Amon Ross St. Brown, which again sucks. But uh, who does Seattle have on defense? Uh, yep. Name me one Seattle defensive starter. I will not because I can't. Because Jamal is already freaking out. <laughs> yep. He's the only guy I knew is Mr. Blitzing safety. Himself. Yeah, he, he's, a li- he's a linebacker that plays and safety. And Geno Smith is completing 75% of his passes, which is terrific. But, I mean, yeah, I yeah, I don't know. G- he's throwing Gino- at DK and T- Tyler Lockett. Like, they're, they're pretty open. And even when DK's not open, he's open. Um, and DK's not putting up crazy numbers either. And it's like, not, yeah, I was going to say, it's not like their offense is really moving the ball that much. It's just like... It's, it's dink and dunk and try to survive is what yeah. it is. And, again, their defense... One defensive starter, please. Anybody in the comments? Yeah, yeah, can't Peter do it. Peter Gallery, can't do it. <laughs> Somebody um, just went on Google and listed the whole starting <laughs> roster. Um, so I'm taking the Lions here, despite the fact that they're down a few guys. Yeah, Jared Goff season, baby. Absolutely, all day, every day. Uh, I want to say the Steelers are going to wax the Jets, but this feels like a Jets trap game to me. Jets trap game. Joe Flacco v Steelers. Can anybody get the stats on that? Because he was like. 14 to no all time against the Browns and then created the comeback. So somebody get me the stats on that for Joe Flacco elite season. Yeah. Uh, Cause I'm always here for Joe Flacco elite season, but until I see that I'm going to take Minka Fitzpatrick. And honestly, like uh, I'm still on the Mitch Trubisky train. Like eventually he's going to find George Pickens. I think a lot of it is the play calling. They're still calling like a big Ben back there. It, it looks like it does. Right. It? And I'm like, hey, you got to use Trubisky, or even if it's going to be Pickett, you got to use those guys like they're you got to to their strength. Yeah, you. I mean, no, they're not they're not an aging Big Ben. Like, yeah, they're not. Mitch a, can run. They're not, and they're not a dude that can that's going to sit there and like struggle to make five to ten yard passes. These dudes can throw the right. ball. No, Mitch was putting some balls in some really nice spots. Huh? <laughs> um, but no joke, like he, he's really been throwing the ball well this this year. Um, and. George Pickens, again, I think they'll start getting more on the same page. He already has got a good connection with Deon- Deontay Johnson. Yes. Um, their run game is suspect, but, like, and he loves Friar Muth, too. So, again, just give it a little bit of time. And I don't – And if you can go 500 until TJ gets back, you're going to be okay. Is is Najee Harris – He's Devin Singletary. Okay. I was – I was like bordering on is he going to be the next Trent Richardson? No, like high draft pick that just doesn't. He's not a bad running back. I I know I have he's but one of Trent was a bad I, running back. I have him and Swift in a dynasty league. That's nice. Yeah, and I will never ever get rid of them unless I trade them for value. So yeah. like, it just frustrates me that I want him to do more because he yeah. I, like I was sold on him being a dude, and he's kind of a he's just kind of a guy. Yeah, he is. I mean, he is De- kind the, of a the, guy. The Devin, but, the Devin but, Singletary yeah. is spot on. Yeah, and I like. I love Dev. I yeah. think. If, I think okay, Dev is but a, yeah, again, and we we've had this conversation. But you you put Dev on the Dallas Cowboys, and he's going for a thousand yards. Oh yeah, easy. Hell yeah, acknowledge him. Yeah, acknowledge him as a starting running. Probably going like twelve hundred if we're being honest. Um, I'm taking the Steelers there, even though I, it feels like a Jets trap game, but. Joe I'll Flacco's take the Steelers. Nine. I picked them to win the division. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll go with the Steelers. Uh, our next one up is going to be the my nomination for – oh, ooh, never mind. Hold on. Oh, I love it. Let's <laughs> I go, baby. Let's go. Let's I was, go, was going to call this the suck bowl, but the next three games are all barn burners. Oh, no. Uh, the Bears and the Giants. Bears? What? That's not a barn burner? Danny Dimesy, Justin Fields? Yeah. Uh, Bar- barn burner being sarcastic. Bro, bro, oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, that's like that's like Eli Donovan McNabb. Uh, so I, the, the Who's tweet Eli? Is, Who's Donovan? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> that's that's how I feel about this game. Uh, Justin, Fields, <laughs> Justin Fields uh, went to his coach and said, and, and basically said, hey, you know, back in like 1906, they invented this thing called the forward pass. And that's hilarious. And like they, there was a joking tweet, and he was like, oh, you know. Coach said he would go back and uh, and look into this and see, and he was like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm still pretty suspect. I'll have to sit on this for a few more weeks and see if it works. Like, basically, Fields yeah. saying, let me throw the damn ball. Like, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, I don't think the Bears are a horrific team. They're not nearly as bad as I think everyone anticipated. No, and, you know, a lot of people, like, well, Chicago is a proud football town, so whenever the Bears are less than 500, the sky is falling. Of course. Kind of like when the Yankees don't make the freaking playoffs, and New York media has them like they're the worst team in the league. Yeah, wor- worst franchise ever. Right, and they're, they're spending out the wazoo, and they're really not that bad of a team. They're like a piece away from, piece or five away from figuring it out. But yeah. You know what I mean. Um, and the Giants, I, I like watching the Giants. It, 
it is a it feels to me at least like I was saying before the season that you're one in Buffalo. Yeah. It's a scrappy team that will find ways to win with a, a rental quarterback for the moment, and it's Dable proven that he can win with Joe Schmo. Yeah. And they're gonna go find a franchise quarterback soon. And that's the thing is they they have found creative ways to be in and win games. Right. And the so, boys are playing hard. Yeah. And Dable is clearly gelling there and I love it. And Joe Joe Shane is, is doing his thing. They're bringing in pieces that are contributing. I loved David Sills when he was here, but he was never going to crack our wide receiver room. Right. So he goes to the Giants, and, and he's doing well. Yeah. And he's doing better than Kenny friggin' Galladay for $72 million. No kidding. So, you know, I, I enjoy seeing, again, it feels like year one in Buffalo where you had Sammy Watkins. And, but we all loved Robert Woods. Right. Sterling Shepard. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's... You have a running back you love, Saquon, LaShawn. Yeah. A quarterback on the on an expiring deal. Tyrod Danny Dimes. I, yeah. And, like, and really the, the, the big thing that's missing here is the mass exodus of like the new regime shipping people out. Like, oh, Marcel Darius, you don't really fit the culture. But they did do that. Uh, not not to the not extent. To the extent. Not to the extent, but I don't think that they had the dead cap situation that beat. I don't think they did either. No, they had a mess that Gettleman left them with in terms of like, I don't even know, like being close to the cap, I think. But I don't think that they really, like they had a bunch of deals that did expire. Right. So I don't think that they were like under the weight of that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to see where this team goes because this is. I'm invested. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. They're, they're my new NFC team to cheer for because obviously you got a rep table. Uh, I I'm not quite there yet. I got one other team that I'm pretty big on Boo. in the NFC, but we'll we'll get there. Clown Joe. Um, this guy likes Kyler or something. No, God no. <laughs> no, Call of Duty uh, doesn't do it for me. But uh, neither does the Titans playing the Colts. Again, sarcastic barn burner. No, that will be a barn burner. That, that's gonna be that's gonna be some Big Ten football if I've ever seen it. That is gonna be. This we can- used to joke that the <laughs> NFC East was matching, but this is a Big Ten football match right here. This is Nebraska Iowa. Oh, God. early October, and like they're and the, the best part two is two fullbacks. They should be playing this up as two the top two running backs in the league going toe to toe with serviceable quarterback. Matt play. Ryan, V. Ryan, yeah, Tannehill. It's gonna be ugly. Uh, I'm still not sold on Derrick Henry being the same guy. No, I, I like. I, I but, think that injury. And, and you know what though? Again. Again, people do not give the offensive lines nearly enough credit for why these guys are great. Correct. They just don't. Because guess where two of his offensive linemen are? Not there. On our squad. Right. And what did those two guys rate in PFF last year? Top tier in run blocking. Right. Okay, well, you take that whole side of the line out, and you lose Taylor Luan. What's going on up front? Now, and here, here's my thing, and this is the only reason I... I put some of it on Henry not being quite the same is there are plays where there is a hole to be hit and he's not quite getting there. I've 100%, never said, I've never seen Derrick Henry get taken down by a single player from the corner. secondary. And that's what it like, yeah. like one dude from the secondary, bringing him down without it being a five yard drag first. No, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. But I also, I think it's a kind of a rolling ball downhill, if you will. Yeah, it's kind of like okay, he's not the same, but he's not also not getting near the he's, help yeah, that he's he used not, to have. Definitely not getting the help. So yeah, it it gets ugly. It's it's Demarco Murray esque. Yeah, I'll give you that. And the Colts are just uh, just an all around train wreck. How they, do you have Quentin Nelson, Jonathan Taylor, and you can't run the ball? How do you go and shit the bed for two weeks and then beat the Chiefs? I don't understand. Like. The silence is my answer. Yeah, there. <laughs> this this is gonna be. I just, have nothing for you. I don't. I don't even want to pick a winner here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Titans. I'm gonna go with the Colts because they're the home team. I'm gonna go with the Titans because I've Dontrell Hilliard starting as my flex this week. There you go. Light it up, Dontrell. Um, I would tell you that the Chargers are gonna light up the Texans. They're not. They're not. <laughs> can we? Can everybody please admit that the Chargers are not a good football team? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Like, okay. and, Derwin James is, is this the second most overrated safety in the game. And I he will hits hard. I will tell you, like, that defense doesn't look as advertised. Like, no, ever, like no more Joey Bosa. Yeah. He's out for at least a little while. Who do you have inside at, at, at D tackle? I, I can't name one guy. Nope. I and th- I mean that so th- at that point you basically play with Star Latule for Bills fans. 
Yeah. So you're playing with just a gap plugger. Congratulations. Which, which and you know, if it's going to be a tough game, he's probably going to take the day off. They haven't even had J.C. Jackson around. Like, and, the, the, and, and and honestly, the last Sean time Slater out, like they're they're a joke now. Yeah. No, the no the last time I saw J.C. Jackson, he got. He got absolutely smoked in week one. He got turned sideways by somebody. Yeah, but by, by somebody not great. Yeah, he, he well he had that foot surgery and yeah. hadn't been. He rushed back. Oh, let's go back to the NFL safety. But like, yeah. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. And and the Chargers are a mess. And Staley became really soft with going for it on fourth downs after an off season of getting ripped apart for it. Instead of sticking to his guns, he reverted back to the old thinking. You know, that's, yeah, he was it's, the, it's that old new play, hip, play I go not for to lose. Right. And to be honest, when your team's falling apart and you're playing conservative, it's a recipe for you're picking high in the draft. Yeah. I saw, I've seen Dick Duran do this. I've seen Mike, <laughs> Mike Malarkey do this. <laughs> I, I done seen it. Gailey. I done seen it. Couple two tree. Uh, the Chargers are very, very... Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got a really good... I, you okay. will love this. Okay. The Miami Dolphins, the 2022 Miami Dolphins, is the Trent era, or the Trent Edwards era Bills. Love it. Love it. Hot start. QB goes down to head injury. Yeah. Falls apart. Yeah. It's going to be going to be a tough look. Uh, the Chargers, to me, are up like one or two seasons away. Really like one season away with all these injuries to being like the next Raiders where you're always picking near the top tier of the draft. Well, I'll say and this. just can't, just can't find a way to make I, it work. I, I, I had, I gave this take to bold claim Ben last year. I gave it to you a little bit earlier this year, and I'm going to go out and say it here on the, uh, the public waves in Ooh. quotation marks, Justin Herbert, Matt Stafford. It's a very similar career arc because his team the, is yeah. always billed to be great. Yada, yada. He's he's terrific. He lights it up stats wise. They can never make the playoffs. There's always something going wrong. There's a special teams play that goes wrong at yep. the end of a game, and it's just constantly and, a turmoil situation. And it's going to be a revolving I, door of coaches. And and that's not a knock. No, Matt he's Stafford, a terrific player. Matt, Matt Stafford, in my opinion, is pushing when your he, Hall of Fame status. And when he left Detroit, he went and won a Super Bowl. Correct. But I'm like Herbert's stuck in a Matt Stafford situation. Oh yeah, like and this is in my opinion. Uh, it's almost like Eli didn't want to go there for the same reason. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take why the did, Texans. Why here. did Philip Rivers always freaking flounder? Right. They had talent all galore. They, yeah. Danny Townsend and Antonio Gates, Hall of Famers. Right. With a they couple, had the best offense and best defense in the league one year and missed the playoffs. That's <laughs> so bad. Uh, I'm taking the Texans on that one. Yeah, I'll take the Texans. Davis Mills' neck needs one. Yeah. Uh, the next one, we have a, a matchup of. Three, three solid running backs in the return of Marcus Mariota. Let's go, baby. The Browns taking on the Falcons in Hotlanta. All right. Well, yeah, the Browns are going to definitely roll them. Yeah. Good yeah. luck. Good luck stopping their run game. Yeah, because you the, like that defense is not good. No. And you're on, honestly, your offense is overperforming. Your, your offense, your offense is outplaying itself. Yeah. It's disgusting. They're very creative. I, I, I like that they've been. Getting, you have to be. I like that they've been getting Pitts involved. I really like that they've been they've been getting uh what's his face ba 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 ba. Not Pitts. Um, Drake London. Not Drake London. Who am I thinking? Cordell Patterson. Yes. I listen. I like Cordell Patterson. I drafted Me him too, in but, a couple but leagues. But once again, like they use him in the slot for jet sweeps. Yep. They stick him in the backfield and hand him outside zones. This this is a they dude who screen pass. Like they utilize him correctly. He's doing the stuff that Debo Samuel threw a bitch fit about doing. Right. In San but he's Francisco. also six foot three, two twenty five. Debo is six foot one, two twenty five. Right. So it's a bit of a difference. It's easier to take hits when you're 6'3", even though it's counterintuitive. Right. You'd think, oh, he runs taller, he's longer, you know, more surface area yeah, to get hit. You know, being uh, it, right. built a little bit better for just, it. Just, yeah, just slightly. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think Which the Browns... Which is funny. I, I honestly think it's funny. Like, he's a very similar height to Derrick Henry yeah. and speed, but Derrick's like, what, 250? Yeah. Extra yeah. 20 pounds? <laughs> like... And like just totally different running styles. Too. Uh, yeah, like they, like it, it, they probably look very similar running right. the football until like until a guy Cordero puts a foot in the ground and cuts two different ways, and then Derek puts a foot in the ground and all of a sudden he's right through your chest. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like oh well, yeah, no, that'll do. Yeah, one dude puts a foot in the ground and all of a sudden he's gone. The next dude puts a foot in the ground and you're getting punched in the face. Yeah, yeah Browns roll that one. That's not even worth talking much more about because no. Ah. Uh, What's the spread on that one? Just out of I I don't I don't have that in front Damn of me. It, you uh, suck. I'm just rolling through the Google list of oh, uh, God, games. This guy blows. I know. 
Speaking of guys who blow, uh, the Commanders are taking on the Cowboys in Dallas. Which guy <laughs> blows there? Yes. All right. I mean, fair. I mean, just Cowboys fans in general, I guess. I mean, Cooper Rush is elite. Possibly outperforming Dak Prescott. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't uh, know. D- Dak didn't look good in game one. Okay. I'm just saying. Aaron Rodgers looked awful in game one. Yeah, I, but if you put Aaron Rodgers on the Cowboys, I think Aaron Rodgers looks really good. Game one with Mike McCarthy? I think he'd throw a fit. I think he'd throw a fit, but I still think he'd look good. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think he'd look better than Dak did. I don't That's know. all I'm saying. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. Maybe. I'll give it a soft maybe, a flaccid maybe. I'm taking the Commanders on the road. I'll take the Commanders. I really don't think the Commanders are a bad team. I'm a big A-Gib a guy. Always been Scary Terry. I've been saying Scary Terry for a while on this show. I just I can't get behind Carson Wentz. Um, I can't really either, but like at this point, I also can't say that he's, he's like really the detrimental issue. If you get what I mean. Right. Like he's not necessarily going, like he doesn't look like he was last year with the Colts where it looked like he was going out and losing games on purpose. Right. He, he's, he's looking more like a, a competent looking, game manager. He's looking, he's looking more like early Philly. Yeah. Not, not where he was running around and, and throwing, you know, yeah, 50 yard bombs, but when he was a rookie and really learning the game and managing the game, that's yes. what he looks like. Yeah, when he when he was considered a potential a, a potential elite prospect yeah. type thing, which is fine. Revert yeah. to it, relearn it. You know what I mean? If you got to re- if you got to restart from scratch, that's cool, man. Because he's still a physically gifted guy. Yeah, and and, and this is I your mean, last shot. If you if you fizzle out here, you're done. I'll also say, like the rumor has it, and I know this is kind of jumping ahead, but the rumor has it that Lamar got the Josh treatment and digitally mapped his throwing motion in the off season, and he's lighting it up. Yeah. So it's not this whole you can't fix accuracy, throwing motion, power. The guys are doing it. Right. They're going. There's technology to digitally map it, fix your mechanics, deliver the ball on time on target. Right. So which is a huge deal. If you want, it doesn't really matter how old you are. If you want to build it down, start from scratch. It, the ability is now there to do, it, especially a guy who's made that much money. Yeah, and and a guy who doesn't want to fizzle out out of right. Washington of all teams because right. you know like you know you're on your last leg. Yeah. Because when you when when the Dan when the Col- Snyder's your guy when, paying your check? When that guy when, like when the Colts made that move, everyone went, Ooh. "Really?" Like so when, for when, a third. <laughs> so so when when somebody makes a trade for you and the whole world goes, "Wait, yeah. That Carson Wentz, yeah. <laughs> that, that wait—that's the guy you yeah. traded for. You're one step from the Canadian League. So yeah, you're the, the, the CFL's going. Oh, we're going to get a good yeah. one. <laughs> you can bounce passes in our league. He's like, it's close <laughs> enough to North Dakota. Yeah. Well, this this is a big one. This next one. This is a potential game of the week candidate. Love it. The Jags and the Eagles. And oh, if you yeah. told me the Jags were going to be in a game of the week, that wasn't the Suck Bowl. I'd have shit my pants. I mean, me too. Dougie's done a nice job over there. I think a lot of help has come with the return of James Robinson. He's absolutely. He's legit, man. He he's he's a beast. They're and, and they're creative. They're creative. They're Doug Peterson. Yeah. You know, he he knows how to move guys around and use guys differently and make the game easy for his young quarterback. Yes. Um, he did that before with Carson Wentz. Uh, so, and then defensively, they they got speed. I don't really know if they have any like stud DBs, but I know what they do have, and they got Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen. And you know what? A really good pass rush will make up for a lot of DB mistakes. Absolutely. It just will. I mean, that was there were years and years when Buffalo didn't have stud safeties and stud corners that we had guys that ended up looking good because our pass rush was hitting home and making guys right. miss throws. And right. That's a big deal. and Hard to throw with me in your face just, you know, saying some shenanigans. Like, you know, sometimes I cover myself in petroleum jelly and pretend I'm a slug. Right. <laughs> I, can, I can absolutely see you saying that as you're oh, chasing absolutely. someone. Like, not even, not even after you hit him. Like, no, ch- and like, in like, like a at, calm like, voice, him. too. Like, yeah. Like Mid-game, just, calm voice, just like straight face. Oh, yeah. I and can see like, it. This guy's different. And speaking of different, this Eagles team, man. I'm here for it. I, I love what they're it. doing. Jalen. Yeah. yeah Sirianni. I like it. They're, they're they're playing big game football. They're playing good football on both sides. They have a defense that can shut down most offenses and an offense that most teams can't stop. Howie Roseman, animal, because he flipped Carson Wentz for a lot. Yeah. He flipped Jalen Rager for picks. Yeah. 
He's got Devontae Smith and, oh, I believe A.J. Brown yes. now. Uh, Miles Sanders is no slouch. Jalen Hurts is panning out. How about the fact that they went and got Jordan Davis, the D-tackle from Georgia, to pair with Fletcher Cox inside? Right. Who would you like to double team? Uh-huh. You get one. Listen, I I am a big, <laughs> big <one>. fan. <laughs> I am a big fan of investing in interior linemen because they 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 make your game. They make the game easier for everyone else. I, uh, If you asked Peyton Manning and Tom Brady what they hated most, they both said interior pressure. Yes. Exterior pressure sucks. There's no doubt about it. Right. But there's ways away from it. But when the exterior pressure closes you in, and they have stud D tackles right up in your grill. You can't see downfield. No. And you have no escape yeah. from a 360 pound man who wants to kill you. Yes. And odds are, again, you can only you can only put two heads on one of them. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because if you if you're putting two heads on both, you're the second a team sees that they right. ha- that, that this is this or is, what this. you're going to send your running back to Chip Fletcher Cox. Right. Or what's or that going to do? You're you're sending your your running back to pick up any potential blitz ever. Right. Like, so you listen. You bring one interior we, blitz, we got one-on-ones across the board. Right. I'm in. Let's go. I'm and in. the Eagles are doing everything yeah. right right now. I'm excited for this one. I will not be watching it, but I'm excited for it. Yeah. I'm well, excited for other updates. things going on. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I might have red zone in the background. Absolutely. Just in case. And the other things we have going on are the Bills taking on the Ravens in another potential game of the week. In an old tropical storm, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, the remnants of Ian... I think it is. I mean, at this point, have we pissed off the old gods? Uh, Thor came down last year. He sure. Well, he was not thrilled. No, no. There. Listen, I. This is going to be interesting because the Bills have proven they don't care what the weather's like. They're going to play their game. But I think the Ravens are like that too. They are. They really. It doesn't matter if it's raining or snowing. They're going to run the ball. Correct. But they're more committed. To being a true passing team, I wouldn't even say committed. They're actually just—they have a real passing game now. Yes, it's like, not a two-man route system, right? And it, then check down to Mark Andrews. Well, correct. It's like no, we have like three, three to five guys in routes so that they were overloading a zone if they're running zone, or if it's man, we got a crosser or a hot. Which like, all of this begs the question: Can they do those things in shitty weather? We'll see. Right. We're yeah, I mean, and that's that's the that's the classic September football is easy football. Yes, and October starts to give you a flavor, mm-hmm. and then November, December, January, you find out who's really good at football. Right, and so, then they, and then they go play in a dome for the biggest game of the year, well, which is great. I mean, which is the way it should be. Honest, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, or the even way if it it's be. just in warm weather, whatever. Yeah, like, um, yeah, I don't want to have to deal with weather for the biggest game of the year. I'm here for good stuff. The lengthy Bills injury report. Yeah, 16 guys, huh? So, somewhat concerning. Yeah, um, but you know what? We we lucked out, and that's really a lot of what injuries are. We lucked out for so long. Yeah. We really did. Like, when have we had a seriously detrimental injury outside of Trey White at the end of last year? Right. For the past, since McDermott's been here. Yeah. So And, the, and so far, of all the, of all the injuries, all the bang-ups, Hyde's the only one not coming back. Right, and there's there's conversation around about other people potentially filling in. Uh, we signed somebody who's now not going to play because they pulled a hamstring. Yeah, day one, and our offensive lineman that we signed uh, as a reserve guy has a foot injury. Sweet. So we're doing great. We're two for two on our signings this week. Yep. Um, so, but the point is, we really lucked out, and it's hitting, and it's hitting hard. Yes. And, any, I, like this is not exactly how this works in real life, but I will say, like anybody who's played Madden. Or NHL on on PS4 or <laughs> Xbox, you know how it goes. Like if you put the injury slider on twelve, you'll have seasons where you get like no injuries. Right. And then you'll have seasons where every other day, all of your best players are going down, and you're yes. like, "What is going on? I just had it at twelve. Why right. is it going like this?" And it that's it's just random chance. Yeah. And sometimes it goes like the Niners a couple of years ago, Super Bowl contending team coming off a Super Bowl appearance, and they fell apart just injury wise. And ended up being 500. Yeah. It's always a danger in this league. And let's just hope that the the injuries are and stay minor. Right. And people eventually come back. And the other thing is I have all the faith in the world in our coaching staff that not only they intentionally went after the right people depth-wise, 
but also that they've coached these guys up well enough, yeah. and they put them in a good place to. And and that's one of the biggest things that and I. They said. know how to use their personnel. Well, and that's one of the biggest things I said about the Miami game. You know, like everyone's everyone's been going nuts about like, oh, the Bills are zero and seven in, in in one score games, and it was a conversation me and you started to have the other day. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily that I was pissed off that they were zero and seven in one score games. It's just I'm pissed off at the fact that we have all this talent and a quarterback who's a friggin' dog and a winner. And why can we not figure out how to close out a close game? Right. We're really good at running away with it. But at the point, at, at this point, the narrative is if you keep it close to the Bills, they're going to fuck it up. Well, and here's and so That's here's my narrative. thing. And here's and, and that can be. I a, love it though because can, Josh is a narrative buster. Yes, and you can have that narrative all you want. My whole thing is our coaching staff because a lot of people outside of this conversation, yeah, put that on McDermott. They put that on the coaching staff, and still, listen, there are some 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 of some, it, yeah, but some that, of the game, that, some that, of the time management issues. But there's no perfect coach in the league. No, and, there's not a single one. And when we're talking about all of these games, these seven games, like if you're cherry picking just from the start of 2021, there are two games that I look at and say we kind of fucked up, and it's the 13 seconds, and probably the the that ugly Jags game. I, the the Josh slip is is a big one for me because the whole thing lost in that is the fact that Deion Dawkins got flat backed on a fourth and one when we're QB sneaking. Well, and but and this is my point. Though. Lost lost in it is the fact that the team didn't execute. So I I looked at but that one as as that was a this, team fuck up. This, it, but this is my point. Every single one of those games, we have been in a position to win. We right. have, like we've been put in a great position. We and like the thing that we're missing right now. And what did I say about the narrative though? What, the thing that we're missing right now is we need our playmakers to make a play when it matters. Right. It's not and like and that's the breaking the coaching. Like oh my fucking McDermott. Yeah, like that's I my point. Say, yeah, it's not coaching. No. But, like, but the point is, you, you got to make the play. Right. We got to make a play. Three, three, three plays could have one of any one of three plays could have been made last week, and we walk away with a win. Josh right. doesn't bury that throw. Milano doesn't drop the pick. Davis doesn't drop the touchdown. Right. Any one of those three, we win. And I hate this conversation because it's like, just make the friggin' play. Yeah, and that's all it is. Is And this is the team, and this is the year where they're going to make the plays. Yeah, like, I know. I'm here. I'm here with you on that. I'm here with you on that. I'm just frustrated of constantly watching one team hang around, and I get the feeling of dread of, here we go. We're going to fuck it up again because this is just what we've been doing lately. Yeah. Um, and that comes from the drought era. It, it does, and that that's a PTSD thing for yeah, both of us. I it think. is, it, and but yeah, but uh, that's not going to go away. <laughs> I want to take the Bills here. I oh, I'm going to take the Bills. Let's not be ridiculous. And, and, and listen, if the Bills are healthy, I don't think anybody touches here, us. And, and but also the way that we've game planned against the Ravens in the past, we've been using Jerry Hughes and you know Jack McGee on the other side as our ends to contain friggin' Lamar Jackson, right? Von Miller, Greg Rousseau. You want to run at the seven foot tall monster man or the Hall of Fame guy? And and we've been doing a very fun and creative job of mixing people in, especially Boogie's with these injuries. Great, Boogie's been great. Epinesa's AJ's been, been great. AJ's looked explosive. Like our D tackles are terrific. And when our when guys have been down or were in, they're in true passing downs, they've been putting Rousseau and Boogie in the middle. Did with, you see? Did you see the one form that they did? They had a they had a five tech. A four eye and a two eye, and then the backside they had a wide five. No, oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. So they just had three guys stacked right there. <laughs> they did a twist with the inside guys so that the two eye uh, jacked out to the B gap. Yeah. And the the four eye step up, loop back for that front side A gap. You get the outside five rush there, the outside five rush over on this side, and then they blitzed a linebacker from depth to that wide B gap. Oh, <laughs> dude, that was football porn. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was that's, literally I was like, oh, I'm one of the Leslie Frazier. <laughs> that sounds like a that sounds like a weird TikTok channel. Uh, but I, <laughs> I but I love what they're doing. Right. Like that's what I'm saying. That's, you know, that's so creative. I, and if you're not afraid early, of the run. Early this year we threw a tweet out saying like, imagine how fun it would be to be in third and long and see Epinesa, Rousseau, Basham and Miller on the field at the right. same time. And we had a few people like, they would never do that. And, like, they did. You know, and they've done it. Yeah. Like, well, because they're not stupid. Right. I would do that. Like, they, we said it for a reason. Those guys are unbelievable. And that was what, like, that was one of the bigger knocks on Rousseau as far as a draft pick. Like, oh, he, he got a lot of his sacks, like, because of coverage and from the inside. Thank God. And 
and right they don't ask how they ask how many and and that's 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 scouts and and box score hunters if yeah. you will because anybody who's ever had to one pass block or two pass rush understands that even if one guy gets beat if everybody else on the line does their job that quarterback has escape routes yeah but if two guys on the offensive line get beat now we're in trouble yeah what when two do you, or more two when or more do you guys usually get beat, see like it, it's because it's pass rush it's as very, a group. It's very rare that you see one dude just clean beat and hit home. Right. Usually, one dude clean beats hits home. The guys who clean beat and hit home are T.J. Watt, Von Miller, Miles Garrett, the top dogs. Yes, there's and, a reason they're the top dogs. And even when they do that, there's a good chance the quarterback tends to step up and usually right. either gets forced back into them right. or steps up into someone else. Correct. So yeah, uh, the Cardinals Panthers game is going to be. I don't, just don't care. Panthers, uh, taking the Panthers Baker on? Mayfield bounce back game. Baker Mayfield bounce back. Uh, listen, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I want it. I want it so bad. And I like the Cardinals are just a joke yeah, to me. Screw the Cardinals. Screw Kyler Murray, that little toddler looking dude. He did, did you like just watching him go nuts when like Hunter Renfro fumbled the game away to them and he's going nuts like he did something great. Like was, knock it off. Go play Call of Duty and not load. You want to know the, the thing that drives me nuts is like everybody's like, oh, the Cardinals, the comeback. That was really incredible. It's like, okay, well, don't get down in the first place like that. Right. Why are you chasing from 24 down and a half? Like, yeah. Come on. I, I want the Panthers to figure out. There's a thing that came out today about him and about uh, Matt Rule losing locker room. Uh, like the locker room lose, being lost. Baker yeah. having issues with DJ Moore. Yes. And things well, of the sort. A tough one right now. It's been a long day, <laughs> and uh, it's actually been, it's, it's been a pretty long week. But yeah, like, but at the same time, the Cardinals are a joke too. Yeah, the, like I'm not going to care about this game at all. But I want the Panthers. Cliff to Kingsbury's win. thing has been that he's been really good early in the season, and they're freaking awful right now. Right, and they don't have a defense. So okay, whatever. Uh, Go Panthers. The Broncos Raiders. This feels like a game that the Raiders can get right on, but they're Ugh, probably not going. The gonna. Broncos, Ugh. right? Dude, watching them f- play football. Yeah, talking about them playing football. Talking about watching them play football. Is Russell brutal. Wilson is officially the. I I hate Russell Wilson. He got out from underneath Pete Carroll, who like has a nice jolly old man vibe, and he's just been the most snobby, insufferable person I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and he's not good. No. He's been horrific. He's not playing like Russell Wilson used to play. No. And he's washed. And, like, they got weapons over there, man. And they got a good defense. There's a reason yeah. that they've won games because their defense is winning them games. And, like, and Javante Williams is making five guys miss. But this is the problem. of the ball five yards behind the line of scrimmage. This is the same style. Of, like, they did this with Teddy Bridgewater. They and did Drew this Locke. with Drew Locke. Like, Drew this Locke is the same play. Arm. This is the same type of play that they were doing. You went and got is Russell it, Wilson. John Elway. Yeah, like you, it's got to be. It's got to be right. right? Like John Elway, you, we got to run my offense because that's the way we won with. Like it, it's got to be because you didn't go get this dude to go do the same shit that you've been doing. You've been doing with with scrubs. Like yeah, the, it looks no different, and that's it. horrid. Yeah, I, I'm taking the Raiders here. I'll take the Raiders. The Raiders are due for one. I love me some Raiders. Uh, again, talk about freaking weapons, right? Waller. Uh, what's his face? Adams, Josh Jacobs, yeah, uh, Hunter. Renfro. I like I like Mascara Carr. Yeah, I really I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I, we, I we love have, me some Max Crosby. One one of the last times we were on this uh, on the show together, we talked about we like getting to where we thought Carr fit, and he was between eight and ten in yeah. the league. Yeah. And I and I I stand by that. Yeah, me too. Packers Patriots. The Packers are going to dominate this. Uh, the Patriots are horrific. I mean, Patriots are Bailey so bad. Zapp. They're Bailey so Zap. People, I saw Boston, Boston media doing the Bledsoe go down thing, like video cut with inspirational music to Mac Jones with his ankle, and then it had like Tom Brady and Bailey Zap side by side, and I was just like, oh god, you guys are insufferable. So Bailey Zap is a new Tom Brady. It wasn't Ryan Mallett? Wasn't Jared Stidham? Wasn't uh, Jacoby Brissett and Jimmy Garoppolo? Brian Hoyer. Uh, well, I thought I thought Hoyer was next man up there. Or are they going with the other guy? I think it was Bailey Zapp. Huh. Interesting. That's who, what I that's uh, I don't know. That was the Boston media. <laughs> who who cares? Packers Packers by forty. Packers by seventy. <laughs> Give it to AJ Dillon though, because like I would really like a couple two three points. Uh the Sunday night game. To be played in Tampa Bay somehow. I thought it was in Minneapolis. They announced earlier this week, last I saw, they were doing it. Earlier this week it got moved to Minnesota. Like a day or two ago. What? Look it up. It may have been earlier today. Look it up. I need some confirmation on this. 
Let's double check. Like, I know Tampa is allegedly fine, but I thought they moved all of their nonsense up to Minneapolis. ESPN one day ago, Kansas City Chiefs Tampa Bay Buccaneers game to remain in Tampa after all hurricane. Right. All there right. you go. All right. There cool. it is. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Weird, cool. Uh, so somehow they're playing. They might need their scuba gear, but they're playing. So here's the question. Is Kansas City's defense so bad that Tampa's offense actually looks okay? Or <laughs> this is strength on strength, weakness on weakness right now. Is this going to be a blowout? I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think this is going to be a tight and kind of boring game because you're going to have the Bucks defense holding a Chiefs offense that I don't think is as good as people are putting are making it yeah, out people, to be. People I don't understand how good Tyreek Hill is. Yeah. And they don't understand what the Bills did to Hill and Waddle. Right. They have no idea for God knows what reason. Just watch the game. Like I I just sit here and I'm, I think the Chiefs offense is not what it what it was. Go yeah, literally watch any of the first three weeks. People were like, oh week one they looked great. Okay, but they didn't look like they did with Tyreek. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. It was I test immediately. Okay, they're not nearly there, as explosive. There's a there's a, a cog to this machine missing and it shows. And guess what teams have started to do already? Double team Travis Kelsey. Weird. Whoa. Whoa. Uh and then the like but that Bucks defense, I think like I said, I think they're good enough to stop them. The Bucks offense looks awesome. Awful. Horrific. Awful. Good, I, I, good, and I don't good. I don't understand why Tom Brady came back, if we're being no. perfectly honest. He lost his basically his whole offensive line. Yes. He lost Rob Gronkowski, who as good of a receiver as Rob Gronkowski is, basically nobody gives him the credit he deserves as a blocker. No. Nobody. And he was good at it, even as an old guy. Because all you need out of a tight end is to wrestle with the guy for a second. And, and listen, he committed to it late in his yeah. career, more than he ever did, oh, it yeah. seemed, in his younger years. Yeah, well, he was feeling good. Yeah. It's easier to commit to it when you're feeling better. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, their running back situation is light. Their wide receivers are all banged up. And, and again, why did Tom Brady go back? Like, they right. don't have anything for him to work with. He was literally working this week. Not to with, mention he's old as hell. With Leonard Fournette. With... Mike Evans coming off a suspension for fighting Scotty Miller and Cole Beasley. Scotty Miller and Cole Beasley. And I think Miller's banged up, too. Yeah, Miller's banged up. I didn't see anything about Godwin, but last I knew he was still. Yeah, he no was still. Goal. Yeah, he was still out as last I saw. But I mean, even still, like this, this game might be lucky to break 40 points. Might be. But then at the same time, like also has the weird potential to just to just erupt. Yeah, I can see it going the Chiefs way because of Chris Jones. Okay. If Chris Jones gets hot again, Tom Brady not the most mobile. Correct. And their offensive line struggling slash all replaced besides their right tackle. Worfs. Right. Their left tackle. Regardless. Uh, Chris Jones, the old three tech slash nose, if he starts getting pressure up the middle, it could be a long day forcing sacks, turnovers if Brady's throwing off his back foot and or fumbling. Right. Um, so at that point, then the Chiefs can get on that downhill roll. Again, then that makes the Bucks pass more. Chris Jones will get schemed up for more one-on-one blocks because that's what they do over there, and the cycle continues. Right. So that's where I can see it getting out of hand. I, I'm i calling the under, and I don't care who wins. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm going to take the Bucks, <laughs> uh, and I'm going to go with the under. <laughs> and then uh, the Monday night brawl in the Bay, L.A. Rams, San Francisco 49ers, Jimmy G., Running out of the back of the end zone for safeties. Yeah, Dan Orlovsky. Stepping, stepping straight on racism. Yeah, just just putting his foot down on racism. Yeah, finally. Thank uh, God a 49ers quarterback did it. Also, taking the pressure off Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, Dan which was, was so great. relieved. He so was great. so relieved. Uh, the Rams, not as good as advertised this year. Definitely a Super Bowl hangover, it seems. So it turns out, when you lose your franchise left tackle, that doesn't generally bode well. Nope especially when you don't do enough to replace him because you're cap-strapped and you have to rely on draft picks, but you traded away all of your first and second-round draft picks for the foreseeable future. Correct. Um, The next time you have a first-round draft pick, you're going to be drafting a guy who's still in high school right now. At this point, he's probably like an 11-year-old. Actively playing high school football right now is the next time. They honestly might not be. If we're (laughs) being, like, they're probably like 20, 30, and yeah. So... Again, it's tough to replace a guy like Whitworth at that point. And yep. then your offensive line, which was had struggles last year. Yeah. And that was with him anyway, is now taking a step down. Your running backs are meh 
because Akers off the Achilles has just not been the same. Correct. Henderson is, is okay. Serviceable. Right. Um, you you lose OBJ and you replace him with Allen Robinson, but has he he still I, hasn't been targeted. No. So you're still relying on Cooper Cup. Defensively, you are based all on 99. And the, you don't have nearly the pass rush you had last year. The best thing that they're doing offensively currently is they have Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, and two other white receivers. Hang on. Let's name them. Tyler Higby, the tight end, and Ben Skrownick, the wide receiver Skronik. from Skrownick. 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 Whatever. From but, Notre Dame slash Northwest. But what they do is they bunch those three together on the one find side the of the field. And let's, basic, play, let's play find the way. Yeah, guy. and play where's <laughs> Waldo with Cooper Cup. It's great. And it's funny because they it, during the Bills game against them, one of the announcers made a comment about how like Cooper Cup had like a longer beard and a little bit shaggier look, and he said he shaved had it. he said he had to shave because he stood out too much. Yeah, and that they is said, funny. Then they corrected themselves so like when he's walking down the street because like everybody in LA is like clean cut and prim and proper, yeah. and like and you know he's like he's dressed well but looks like a bum, and they yeah. knew who he was. So then he shaved. He's like, yeah, nobody recognizes me anymore. <laughs> and now they're using that on the field. Yeah, like I mean, uh, that's three not... three white dudes over there, Robinson over there, like uh, which one's Cup? And they, you notice that the numbers too. It's like it's like ten, eleven, and and like eighty one. No, it's ten, eleven, and eighty one. Yeah. I think. So it's like all the numbers look very, very similar, and it's they're all so just funny. freaking pasty it's as hell. So funny. It's I great love stuff. It. It's it, good comedy. Absolutely. Uh, I think the Rams take this. The Niners have a good defense. That offense just isn't. Yeah. No. I'll, I'll take the Rams. Yeah. I'll take the Rams. So, uh, this is a little bit longer episode, but it's the first time we've done it in a while. So I also ranted on Tua for a We both chunk. did. I wanted it. So, uh, any, it. anything else for the good of the order? Uh, go Sabres. Sabres preseason in full swing. Got yeah. some young guys making some impression. Ready for Owen Power. Love it. Matt Can't Savoy wait. looks solid. Dylan Cousins breakout season. Tage Thompson, the Raptor, for 50. Sweet. Sorry, pterodactyl. <laughs> what, it is what it is. Don Granato rated the 27th most handsome coach in the league. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> top five minimum. I'd say Duh. top two, not two. Duh. Did you see that man at the Heritage Classic? No. In his leather oh, varsity yeah. jacket oh, with yeah. the beanie and the sunglasses? Like, Slay. They need to Slay sell King. they need to sell more varsity jackets and like it, even the J V jackets, like the, the like those real vinyl looking things. Yeah. I would buy those all day. Oh my god. But great merch. That's all uh, I got. Go Savers. Go Bills. Go Sabres. Go Bills. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Hats, hats, hats. Part of the BACBP Radio Network. Check us out online, www.bacbp-radio.com. Find us on Facebook, Hats, Hats, and Stats Podcast, at HTS underscore pod on Instagram and Twitter. Like, follow, share, subscribe, tell your friends. And as always, this is a championship caliber pro sports podcast based in Buffalo, New York. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll catch you next week.